The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday morning and giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. I greatly appreciate it and hope this will be an encouragement to you as we take time in God's Word. Uh, we have been in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 as we're walking through it, verse by verse, section by section. And today we're going to jump into uh, 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. So if you're following, around, uh, following along, we're going to go over the first seven verses, more than likely all first seven verses in the next few moments as we look through uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Again, remember Paul's writing this epistle to the church, so we, we look at this from the point of view of an apostle, uh, really the, 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 the starter of this church, and he's writing from a heart of a teaching, really the pastor's heart, to the church, sharing with them some truths. And obviously we mentioned a couple, you know, several episodes ago there was some conflict in the church, and so he's really just trying to teach and giving some basic understanding. So let's look and see what he's teaching the church. And really, this one is very practical when it comes to us today, really relevant as to explaining certain circumstances of just striving to get the gospel out. Uh, but it's important that we take what's being said here because this is, this is really where the rubber meets the road when it comes to at least the church and our desire to reach out to the lost. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So he starts off the first two verses saying we receive mercy in spite of all of the conflict and battles going out of the church. We're not going to faint. We're not going to quit. We're going to keep moving forward. And then in verse two, he really references the fact that what we have been teaching and what we have been preaching, because we've, we've, what do you say? We've hidden, we've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. We're not, what you see is what you get. We're not trying to deceive people. We're not trying to manipulate people. We're teaching you the truth. Now, the one unique thing that they ran into here, you know, when I get up to preach, I can go back and people say, I don't know if I agree with you. Well, I just go to the Bible. This is where we're coming from. This is why I believe this. And, and, and then I'm done at that point, you know, unless I've gone outside Scripture to my opinion. But if we, we preachers today, if we stay in Scripture, we're good to go. Uh, in this situation, Paul's writing the Scripture. He's living the Scripture. And so there becomes this debate in the church over which one has the authority. And that's really where the debate's coming. So Paul's saying, listen, we're, we're not telling you these things to the church because we think we're important or we're trying to manipulate or get people to do what we want. We're telling you these things because this is what God's asked us to tell you. And so he's really saying, I have a clear conscience between the, for the people, I know that what I'm teaching, what I have been preaching to you, what I've been teaching to you is of God. And he can state that. And that's an important thing. Uh, it's an important thing in this day because he's writing this, but it's an important thing in our day. See, the world, what the first thing they do is they try to denounce the truth of the Word of God, the inspiration of the Word of God. They try to denounce the relevance of the Word of God today, and they just totally try to denounce it completely. And if they can eliminate all of those things, then basically everything we stand upon is gone because our beliefs, our beliefs in marriage, our belief in life, our belief in eternity, our belief in sanctification, our belief in forgiveness, our belief in all of these things comes from the teaching and the truths of God's word. Uh, if we can, if the, excuse me, if the world can convince us that these things aren't true or relevant, well, then we have our foundation's gone. They know that. So just like Paul says, what I'm saying is from God, we have to realize that the Word of God, the Bible, is what we hold to. 
And that's the truth, that not, not opinions, not preferences, not traditions, it's the Bible that we hold to. Let's continue on in verse 3, which he gives a really interesting but common sense thought. Verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hidden, him hid to them who are lost. I'll to be honest with you, that, that phrase is a phrase that was, is rel, it's as relevant today in March of 2023 as it was when Paul wrote it. If the gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. We, we in the church world, in the Christian community, we, I don't think, uh, have you realized how much access we have to the truth today? Granted, that means we have just as much access to lies, but we have the Word of God, we have podcasts, we have online church from just about any, any place in the world, and we can go and we can listen, uh, the access to it. But the, unfortunately, the gospel said to the lost. And sometimes we, we sit back in comfort because we've got it, we're happy, we've got our family surrounded by it, and it's all great things to do. But we forget sometimes that we have it. We say, well, I found it, someone else can. That's not that's the exact opposite. God's told us to go out and tell them, to bring them in, encourage them, build relationships with them so that we can shed the, spread the gospel with them. That's what we have been asked to do by God. It was the last thing he said to do when he, before he ascended into heaven. But let me go a little further. He said, if it's hid, then he gives us why it's hid. In verse 4, in whom the God of this world, that's Satan, has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So he starts off and says that um, the reason is because Satan has blinded their eyes. He's blinded them with lies. He's blinded them with the beauty and the distraction of this world and the things that can happen and sin and all those things. And so Satan's active. This is not just a fluke. This is on purpose. It's also a great reminder. We go back to Ephesians where he says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against, and he says, principalities, powers, powers, the, the work of Satan, the, ar enemy of, the army of Satan, that's what we work against. And so they've been blinded. So then we go to this question, then what do we do? Again, there's a lot more we could go into in practical and how to reveal this in a practical sense, but let's just stay to what we've got here in the passage. Let's just stay in context here and look at this next phrase. What do we do then? Paul says, for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. So he says, what we do is we don't come in and preach us. Now, what do you mean by preach us? Okay, Paul's saying, preachers themselves they should never lift themselves up above anything more we are just the servant we are just the messenger of god of scripture we're not special we're not oh better than anybody else in super spiritual we are just the now don't get me wrong there's something amazing and awesome being the messenger of god's word such something awesome and, and kind of frightening about making sure we do it biblically but there's something amazing about the opportunity to do that but that doesn't make us superhuman we the point is this we're not preaching ourselves we're not asking people to follow us or follow our perspective our our views or what we think how what the Bible should mean for today we just preach Christ and any preacher who's preaching outside of the Bible pointing people to Jesus and has their opinions and preferences you need to be careful about God has made it very clear that we we don't have the right to move beyond Scripture to tell you I do this therefore you should do this and I know people say Bible says Paul says follow me as I follow Christ but if I am going to tell somebody to follow my opinion that's not following Christ it's following my opinion so we got to make sure that the foundation is still scripture he says so the answer is simply this here's the answer the answer is not a name the answer is not a person the answer is not a movement the answer is not a church the answer is Jesus Christ and that's what we do we point people to Jesus Christ he says in verse 6 for whom God commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So he's commanded that we show that light. We are to tell those people because that's what the light is. The world is full of darkness and we are to shed the light of the gospel. Verse 7, for we have this treasure 
in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God, not of us. We have all of this treasure, but the goal is that the excellency, the, the, the ultimate end is not me. The ultimate end is the gospel being given to the lost world. Now we go to John chapter 3, the book of John, we talk about the idea that men love darkness, but in light their deeds are evil. What is that referring to? The gospel, the truth of Jesus and sin and heaven and hell is the light. Men don't want that because it exposes, well, it, it helps them to see their sin. And that's what the gospel is supposed to do. Not in a guilt-rendering way. It's supposed to open our eyes to the truth that we are, are sinners struggling. We're captive to sin. We're in guilt to sin. And yet we are condemned because of our sin. The gospel not only sheds light on the reality of our situation, who we are, how we got here, why we're here. The gospel sheds light on how we can get out of here, how we can move forward. If we're just there to guilt somebody, well, that, that's just overwhelming. It's discouraging. It's pointless. The gospel sheds light on our current circumstance, but then the gospel also sheds a light on how to get out of it. Where do I go from here? How do I find the truth? That's the gospel. And that's what we should be looking to and, and honestly trying to find all kinds of creative ways to make that happen. But can I tell you, there's nothing more powerful than that just simple relationship. Yes, with the unsaved world, striving to develop and show love to them so that we may be able to share the gospel with them. That's what we, what we strive to do. It's the most simplistic thing. You know, uh, statistically speaking, they say that, was it, I read this the other day, I'm, I'm, my, uh, the numbers are almost average. They say 77, 77% of people say they would go to church if they were invited. But only about 10% of people, maybe less, invite people. Uh, I'll go if I'm invited because I have someone to sit with and things of that nature. It's powerful, that relationship we can have and, and, and look for opportunities for that. Let's just remember that the gospel be hid. It's hid to those that are lost. We have it. But boy, the world is seeking and many times completely unaware of what it is they don't know. And may we take advantage of the opportunities God's given to us. Thanks again for joining us on this Wednesday morning, giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. I greatly appreciate it. Hope it's a help. Hope it's an encouragement in this situation. I hope it's a bit of a challenge as we think about the wonderful opportunities we have with the gospel. Again, thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.